Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to this podcast with Pastor Mubarakota. Mubarakota is the founder and leader of Christ Love World Outreach, a global evangelical ministry that is impacting the lives of many worldwide. Mubarak, an anointed teacher of the word, teaches the good news that has the power to heal the brokenhearted, free the captives, and change lives. Stay connected as you receive God's inspired word. Now, today's message. Tonight, I'm sharing with you briefly on God, the priest, and the law. Hallelujah. God, the priest, and the law. Wow. What a blessing. We want to welcome and acknowledge the presence of Pastor Corby. Let's give it up for Pastor Corby. I thought, I thought you were trying to stand. Hallelujah. Pastor Corby, you are welcome. We honor you and we love you dearly, sir. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Now, there are many things we all need. Amen. For instance, if I should just do a, a little roll call here and I ask, what do you need? Aish. Things will come up. So, first, let's just try and sample. What do you need? You need... You see, like, I need money. Moneria. Amen. But I pray for you, may your needs shift from material needs to spiritual needs. I thought he was going to say, I need faith. Because the faith is higher than money. The reason why he doesn't have a type of money is because his faith is not at a certain type of level. I see, but he doesn't really know what he needs. So, we need a lot of things, but the sad thing is, we don't really know what we need. Like right now, if I say, what do you need? You see, people will say, I need this, I need that. I don't even want to ask again. Some girls will say, hey, Charlie, I need a beloved. I feel lonely in the nights. Ladies also feel lonely. Don't, don't mind their robocopic. They act all holy and angelic. They will just be, they will, ah, I'm hearing someone, I feel cold. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> hey, ladies also have need to. Yeah. Even if you pressing your phone, say, won't anybody call me? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, some of the ladies say, Pastor, the truth is I need a beloved. Amen. So the truth, we all have needs. Some are spiritual, some are physical, some are material, some are emotional. All right. But it's a great blessing to know what you need because in as much as we think we need things, we don't really know what we need. Okay. Good. Because the absence of something in your life, something that's very important, could be the reason why you will not move to your next level. So there are some things that when they are not in your life, it becomes a big challenge. And there are some things that when they are not in your life, you can still move along with them. You get it? Yeah. Some people, once I saw a picture of a guy who was holding a bag, a bag and um, apparently, in, he's a very built up guy and everything. Apparently he has his hat in the bag. So you, you can even go without your hat. His heart is in the bag with batteries pumping. A woman, too, was holding a backpack and the heart was in the backpack. Some people live on one kidney. That means even one kidney may be enough for people. God forbid for you, though. For all of us. But what is the most important thing we need? So that when that thing is not in our lives, many things will not work. 
You know, sometimes people say all sorts of things. I can't do without you. I can't. You know, for Sunday I was teaching you this whole thing about offense and how you must be careful. Because when things are working, you never know what is making it work. Like as we are enjoying the nice song, pastor may think that it is because of his anointing. But maybe it's because of Gamel's anointing that the thing is working. So if I say I don't need Gamel, and Gamel says, okay, fine. Then I realize that suddenly the thing is not working. You get it. Gamel will also think, oh, it's a, it's a, we all know it's the organ. Then he, he just departs and realizes he can't even play it as well as he thought. So it was something that was making it work. You get it. So, there are things that you need. Actually, I want to share with you three things that you cannot do without. All right? That if the, those things are not in your life, you are, you are even be, if you have those things, you are, you are better off. And if those things are not in your, in your life, you can, have all, you can even have a heart. If you don't have those things, you are, not, you are doomed. You get it. All right. Second Chronicles 15. Shamanu Aliyah. Verses. Let's just start from verse 1. I mean, my emphasis on verse 3. But. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon Azariah, the son of Oded. Verse 2. And he went out to meet Asa and said unto him, Hear ye me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while ye be with him. And if ye seek him, he will be found. But if ye will forsake him, he will forsake you. So what we need is actually just around. Because in this scripture, it says, if you seek the Lord, he will what? He will be found. So God is not really far like we think. Do you get it? Good. Now, go to verse 3. Now, so I told you I'm teaching on what? God, the priest, and the law. Now look at it. Now, for a long season, Israel had been without the true God. And without a teaching priest. And without the law. So, Israel had these three important things missing. They may have had food. They may have had water. They may have had sound health. But look, because of the missing or because of the loss of these three things, they were set for damnation. Because the three, three things stated there are man's most important needs. In this life, I believe. <laughs> God, the true God, a teaching priest. So everybody needs these three things. The true God, one. Everybody needs the true God because there are many other gods. Everybody, too, needs a teaching priest. A teaching priest. And three, everybody needs the law, which is the word of God. Now, in this scripture, God was just trying to sort of cry over Israel because they had lost these three things. It's like in, you are in a plane. You know when we, we used to hear this story of uh, maybe three people in an airplane that is going to crash. And so a priest, a, a, an imam, and maybe a schoolboy. Then immediately the thing happened. Child, the imam got up and jumped. They, and they had three parachutes, including the pilot. The imam got up and jumped. Then the pilot got up and jumped with one parachute. So one par then the priest said, Oh, my son, I'm sorry that all this has happened. Oh, for me, I'm a priest. So, you, me, if I die, I'll go to heaven. The other people, they've gone. You are young. You have a bright future. So, please, take my parachute and jump. 
Then do you know what the little boy said? He laughs and says, oh, priest, don't worry. The imam took my school bag. It was not parachute. So I get the imam no what jumping no He's dumped. <laughs> he took a school bag. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, the guy is gone. So the guy has he's descended, but we know that he won't end. So when you see somebody walking eh, without God, without a teaching priest, and without the law, he's like the imam who picked the school bag and has dumped. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's he's, he's a, he has zambo, but we know that by the time we meet him down, he'll be a dead man. It looks like he's doing well, but we know his we know his feet. Now, what is the true God? Everybody needs the true God. Hebrews one. Shamaluba Bali Azoka. Give me NLT. Long ago, God speak, spoke many times and in many ways through the prophets. Hallelujah. Verse 2. So I'm, I'm showing you what the true God is, right? Good. And now in these final days, he has spoken to us through his son. God promised everything to the son as an inheritance and through the son he created the universe. Verse 3. The son radiates the own glory and expresses the very actor, character of God. Give me King James of this. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. So, go back to verse 1. The Bible says that long ago, before Jesus will come, God speak to our fathers. So, it was not only the Israelites who knew God. Our father my great-grandfather in Tumu somewhere had knowledge of the true God. Yeah. Can I shock you? Who received the revelation of the true God? A man called Abraham. And God gave him a covenant so that through him the revelation of truth, who is Jesus, will come. But, you know, a man took Abraham's wife called Abimelech. And it will shock you. God appeared to Abimelech in his dream. And God said, take the man's wife back to the man. Then Abimelech said something that showed me. He said, and Abimelech said, Lord, without slay a righteous nation, they knew God. When Hagar was going, the angel appeared and said, Hagar, don't go. You, you bear the son. He's not the son of promise, but I'll be with him. I will what? I'll bless him. He shall give birth to 12 sons. And they, they will be the 12 sons of Arab. And the second son is the one through whom Muhammad came. Can I shock you some more? When Israel was passing through Moab, Moab went to uh, uh, Balak, the king of Moab, went to hire Balaam. Now, God appeared, the true God, God appeared into, Balaam was a prophet, he was not an Israelite. God appeared to Balaam and said, don't curse these people, they are my people. It means God had Israel as a people, but yet kept a prophet called Balaam. Balaam was later perverted. But until his perversion, he had a relationship with God. Can I, should I give you some more? God appeared to Cornelius. Cornelius was not a Christian. He was not a Jew. He was a Gentile. God came to him and said, I have seen you. 
God sees unbelievers. They hear him. So when he says in Hebrews 1 that God speaks to our, our prophet, what he's saying is that man that, you see, so that's where people actually have a point when they say, oh, uh, the whites came and corrupted. Because we had spirituality. Even though it was after a false manner. There was an element. That's why they call him Onyankopon. They had the knowledge of a certain truth. You get it? Just that they, they, if you Romans, go to Romans. Let me show you something in Romans. I'll come back to this. Romans 125. Yeah. Kaduma. Yeah. Romans 1. Let's go to... Mm, let's start from 20. Or verse 19. Quickly. Because that which... Maybe no, give me NLT. They know the truth about God because He has made it obvious to them. Verse 20. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and the sky through everything God made. They can clearly see His invisible quality. So, in the past, people sought to know God. Okay? People wanted to know who God was. But they did not have a picture of God. I'm explaining who is the express image of the, the Father. The son, in Hebrews 1, he says he, the son is the express image of the father. So now look at it. Yes, he says that he radiates the God's own glory and is the, no, King James, and is the exact, King James, an express image of his person. Good. So one back to Romans 1.20. Let's just run through this quickly, okay, so I can just continue what I'm doing. Yes, yet they knew God, but they would not worship him as God. Go to 20. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky through everything God made. They can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. Verse 21. Yet, yes, they knew God, but they would not worship him as God or even give him thanks. They began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. So this is where our forefathers went wrong. Even though they knew God, they took the glory of God and gave it to a river. They said he's like a river. He's like the tree. He's like what? The sun. So they, the, that's why Romans says that. You see? It says, as a result, and they began to think of foolish ideas of what God was like. As a result, their minds became dark and confused. Verse 22. Claiming to be wise, they instead became utter fools. Verse 23. And instead of worshipping glorious, glorious ever-living God, they worship idols made to look like mere people and birds and animals and reptiles. So in verse 24, he said, so God abandoned them to do whatever shameful things they had desired. This is how evil came. And they did vile and degrading things which with each other's bodies. Verse 25. They traded the truth about God for a lie. So they worshipped and served the things God created. Instead of the creator himself. You get it. So go back to Hebrews 1.3. So this, I'm talking about the true God. So the son came. It is like, you people. Uh, let me show you something quickly. Acts 17. Show my name in Omozia. Ligo. Sanana. Acts 17.23. So, this was Paul in the city of what? Um, Athens. And when Paul entered Athens, look at what he saw. He said, for as I passed by, I beheld your devotion. I found an altar with this inscription. To the unknown God, whom therefore ye ignorantly worship, him declare I unto you. So, he was, these people were, were worshipping a God, but they did not know the God. So they just said to the unknown God. So Paul continues to explain, 24. He says, God that made the world and all things, and seeing that he is the Lord of heaven and dwelleth not in temples made with hands. 25. Neither is worshipped with man's hands as though he needed anything. Seeing he giveth life to all and breath to all things. 26. And had made of one blood. Okay. Continue. Let me give you that they should seek the Lord, 28. For in him we live, 29. That's the end. 30. 
So you see, and the times of ignorance God winked at, but now commanded all men to repent everywhere. Hallelujah. So he's saying that, look, God is not something that is made with hands, like our forefathers worshipped. So even though we had prophets, which they called fetish, that was not the order. Hebrews 1.3 The new order now is that God has sent Jesus who being what? So Jesus came as Jesus came and said, okay, you people, you've missed God. God is not a river. God is not a tree. If you want to know who God is, look at me. Yeah. The knowledge of the true God. Now, when you hold Jesus up like this, nothing should take the place of Jesus in your life. Yeah. Because this Jesus can be replaced by, by an idol. This Jesus can be replaced by a marriage. This Jesus can be replaced by a relationship. This Jesus can be replaced by your account, your account balance. This Jesus can be replaced by your education. Our forefathers took the glory and gave it to rivers. But today, we don't take the glory and give it to rivers. We take it and give it to a secure job at Echo Bank. That has become our true God. We take the, the, the nature, the true God, and we make him equal to a degree we are acquiring. We take him and we reduce his value and begin to compare him to things that we can't even mention. One day, I went for evangelism. And I saw a man doing his lotto, whatever. And I told him, in this, every Sunday morning, when you raise your lotto like that, and you are doing it, what you are doing is you are worshipping the lotto. And you are telling God that this lotto is more important than you. You, you can't live without a true God. Paul said, in him we live and move and have our being. He's the first of everything. He comes before everything. He's the, he's the one that the Father has, he said, in whom the fullness of God dwelleth bodily. You need Jesus. We need Jesus. We need the true God. Prophet. That's why we say Jesus is the first and the best. Jesus is the only thing. Jesus is not a small boy sitting in heaven. David said, the Lord said unto my Lord. God said unto Jesus, the son. He said, unto the son, he said, thy throne reigns forever. Yeah. He said, my God. The Lord said unto my God. Jesus is God. He's the true God. You need him. I need him. Jesus over everything. It is because of Jesus we are here. That's why when we go forward, we write, Jesus saves. Declaring to the world. Jesus is the, Jesus is the fulcrum. He's the, he's the point at which everything revolves. Many religions, they talk about God, they talk about Moses, they talk, but when you mention Jesus, it's the thing diverts. Yeah. Take all the religions. Most of them believe in God. Most, the problem is not God. The problem is the true God, Jesus. Muslims say, oh, we are the same. But immediately you mention Jesus, he can't be God. He's just a prophet. That is where the problem is. Buddhists say it. We believe in him. He was a prophet. Even yesterday I met a Rasta and said, oh, I believe that Rasta man. But you mentioned Jesus. He's the, he's the point of contention. And that is why you cannot lose him. So you need Jesus. I need Jesus. 
When you have Jesus, you have everything on. But unto the Son. In fact, Hebrews, the book of Hebrews, exalts the deity of Christ. Go back to verse 3. Let me try and finish. Then I come to the teaching priests. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his, and upholding all things by the word of his power. When he had by himself pitched our sins, sat down on the right hand of majesty on earth. Verse 4. Being made so much better than angels as he had inheritance obtained a more excellent name. He's better than angels. Yeah. That means he's better. He's far above Satan. <laughs> Verse 5. For unto which of the angels said he had any doubt at my son. This day have I begotten thee, and again I will be to him a father, and he shall be unto me a son. Six. Again, in which he bringeth, when he bringeth in his the first one into the world, he said, and let the angels of God worship him. Seven. And which of these angels? The angel he said, Who maketh his angel spirits and his ministers a flame of fire? Verse 8 he says, But unto the Son, he said. Now look at God, the Father telling the Son. It's like Pastor Mubarak telling Pastor Kobe, Apostle. They say Pastor Mubarak is an apostle, but Pastor Mubarak is also calling Pastor Kobe an apostle. So, but unto the Son. So your perception about Christ should change from today. Jesus is not a small boy in heaven wearing a school bag and he says, Jesus, but uh, no, Jesus is God. Because God said concerning Jesus, he said, but unto the Son, he said, Thy throne, O God. God is testifying about his son and he calls him God. Thy throne, O God. Thy throne, O God. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The Father says unto the Son. So this is the God you need. Don't let anybody debate with you on this point. Then if you miss this point, you've missed your Christianity. This is the essence of our Christianity. This is what makes us Christian, that we believe in Christ Jesus. Yeah. That is the only reason why we go to heaven. Not because we did not fornicate or fornicated. <laughs> Thank God that you are not able to fornicate, but that's not the reason you make it to heaven. Hey, it is Jesus. That's why we are preaching. That's why we are preaching too. Because many people don't know the known God. A lot of people don't know. They just know the unknown God. Hallelujah. So number one, you need the knowledge of the true God. Number two, you need a teaching priest. I said, but do you have a teaching priest? Now, let's break it into two because a priest and a teaching priest are different. Yeah. A priest has his role and a, teaching, and a teacher has his role. But when you combine the two, it is something else. Who is a, a teacher? Actually, do you have a teacher? Do you have a prophet? Jeremiah 3.14. Are you enjoying my preaching? <laughs> Turn, O backsliding children, said the Lord, for I am married unto you. Now God is coming for his wife, oh. Yeah, he said, I am married unto you. And I will take you one of a city and two of a family. And I'll bring you to Zion. So Zion is a place of inheritance. Now, we are the bride of Christ. He's a bridegroom. Now, a backslidden bride. Can you imagine how important a wife is? A wife is a very important thing, I say when you marry, the first thing that will ever occur to you is not sexual. In fact, let's say you married tonight, eh? And you left your wife in the room and you say, oh, let me go and get some champagne from the shell across the street. As you leave, the first thing that will cross your mind is, will my wife be safe? Yeah. That's the only thing that will occur to you. So you go and say, make sure you lock it because you don't want anybody to come for your bride. And when a child comes there, it is even more. It's like you are now super concerned, like you must provide security for your home. Do you get it? Good. So now Christ loves his bride. The bride is backslidden. 
So Kofi, even though Kofi is a man, he's a bride of Christ. Stand up. This guy was messing up, fooling. I don't want to say the things he was doing. He went to a certain school, and that school is not is not good. So he was fooling in that school. At a point, he even said he won't go to that school. I don't know why they encouraged him to go because they should have just brought him to my school. <laughs> but the bride, oh, backslidden bride, God took the bride and he said, I'm bringing you to Zion. So he took the bride, carried him, come, follow me. Now, Pastor Kobe is a great teacher. Brother Iman is a great doctor. Elder Jifa is a great lawyer. Amos is a great carpenter. Which of these four people is the, the bridegroom taking his bride to? If he's backslidden, he should have been hit and down. So we, let's say you take him to the, lawyer, uh, the doctor. But he took him and he says, look at what he says he's going to do. Verse 15, he says, he took him and said, I will give you pastors. So he puts, I'm talking about the, the teacher. He takes the, the, his love, that is this backslidden man, and hands him over to the pastor. You see why the pastor's job is delicate? So what betide the bride who does not stay under the care of the pastor? He will be in trouble with his husband one day. Yeah. I will give you pastors according to my honor. So the Lord said to all of Ashoma, He won't give you to the carpenter. What will carpenter do to you? Lord, thank God for doctors, but we don't need a doctor. Thank God for this great lawyer. If you ever go to do any bad things, she will advocate for you. But we don't even need a lawyer. We need a pastor. We need a pastor. So you need a pastor. You need a prophet. And look, he says that when I give you to my pastor, he will not teach you how to cut dresses. He will not teach you how to farm. He will not teach you how to what? Soak in tea. He will feed you. He will, so the work of the teacher is to feed the bride. Teach the bride. Pour the word. Wash with the word. As the guy has come, dead source all around him. Where are you going? Come. The pastor takes the water of the word and washes the bride. That, and he's going to present the bridal spotless. So he takes him, wash him, wash his head. Baba, yeah, do everything. All him, comiums, ampits, clean everything. Puts osuro deodorant. Perfumes him. I'm telling you, heavenly, uh, what? Anti audition, and, and now it's beginning to feed him with knowledge and understanding. So Israel was lost when they did not have a priest, sorry, a teacher. Then he says that I'll give you a teaching word. Now look at verse 16. Let's just quickly. And it shall come to power when you are multiplying and increasing the land. So, you see, even the, the, the priest is what causes multiplication in our lives. Increasing your personal life, it comes from the priest or the teacher. Now, Hebrews 5. You can sit down. Are you learning something? Good. I said that the, the, the God, God, the teaching priest, and what? And the law. Do you understand the topic? Or are you trying to still put it together? Does it make sense? And it shall come to pass. No, Hebrews 1. Hebrews 5, 1. Now, I'm talking about the priest. I've talked to you about the teacher. So you combine that with the teaching priest, right? Good. So he says, every high priest is taken among men. So this is the role of a priest. So Pastor Kobe Pastor Mura is not just going to wash and everybody has their priest at different levels. So when Professor Lo takes me, he washes me. Yeah. 
when I go to Bishop Oti, he double washes me. When I meet Apostle Adongo, he triple washes me. When I meet Papa Bempa, he takes the fire service spray. Poo! Quadruple washes me. Whatever. But now I'm coming to a priest. Now, what does a priest do? It says that the priest is ordained. So this is the role of you, those of us who are proud and we don't want anybody, you know, you know, I'm self-made, those things. You don't know what you are doing. Because the priest is ordained for men. So Pastor Kobe has been ordained by God for you and I. Pastor Sean has been ordained by God for you and I. For us. So when you reject that authority, you've rejected God. And that's why if you don't have a priest in your life, you are doomed. It's not a, a, a charismatic doctrine that people say, oh, yeah, so far, but, yeah, my father, my father. God said we should. Last week I was teaching you why you should not be ignorant. Remember, last week, what did I, what, what were we talking about? Come again. <clears throat> the principle of spiritual covering. And this is just an add-on. Hallelujah. We'll look at the benefits of the spiritual covering. I've not forgotten that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices. So your priest, bring your gift. Your priest offers your gift. Father, bless him for his gift. But if you have your gift, where will you take it to? You can't take it to God. Can you take your money to God and say, God, this is your money. Then you put it back in your pocket and go and buy Kelly Willie. It's not done. It must go to a priest. Man of God. I'm telling you, we are, we are joking, oh. You can't take your 200 CDs and lift it to your head and say, Father, thank you for 200. I offer it to you. Hey! The wind is coming. Hey, mommy, fried rice, 30 CDs. You must bring, take the basket. You must bring it to the priest. Put it in the hand of the priest. Sailor. Then the priest takes it. He's ordained to take it and release blessings. So even if you don't have a priest to take your gift, you see, people make it look like when you give a priest a gift, you, you see, you are throwing money at But the truth is, look, you are more doomed if you don't have a priest. One day I told Professor, I said, I, I said to him, the day Professor Lowe refuses to take my tithe, I don't know what I'll do. Yes. I need him to take it. I need him because I need his covering. You get it? Yes. The day I take my honor, Prophet's honor, to Bishop Putin, and say, Mubarak, I can't take it. It will be a big trouble for me, God forbid. I don't want that day to ever happen. So the priest takes the gift and releases blessing. You can't keep your gift in your house. I'm a pastor. I take gifts, but me too, I have to present my gift. Yes, everybody has somewhere they have to go. It must go somewhere. And sacrifices. We have gifts and we have sacrifices. We have the Tada Umaria who we'll say yes. A priest is also ordained to take sacrifices. He's not just there to teach you. So those of us who are just used for pastor, pray for me. Pastor, pray. Pastor. He said, I'll give them to feed you. But I've also ordained them to take your gift. You need both. And he's authorized by God. Sometimes when you go to, the last time we went to Toyota, Ghana, and they showed us my friend, my friend, my, my, my friend, we did our masters together. He was showing, he's a, he's a manager there. He was showing, he said, Mubarak, this is $76,000. Then I went to sit in the Prado. I was saying, Gamal, how do I look? He said, it's nice. I said, Father, we'll be here in Jesus' name. When I turned, I saw a certain bank called, I don't know which bank, it was Zenith Bank or something. In there, you see, they have come and they are authorized to take money. Yes. You can go and put MTM Momo there. It's not authorized. It won't work. If you take your $76,000 you are going to give to the Momo vendor in Toyota, it's a master. My phone can't even, it doesn't have that amount of capacity. So, where you take your gift matters. If it's unauthorized, you are not blessed. Uh huh. It must go to an authority. 
an ordained person. Am I teaching? Yes. There's a place where you take your gift. They say, they say they give you a receipt and say we have we give you acknowledgement of receipt. Then they write Zenith Bank. You paid seven thousand dollars into the account. You get start talking in dollars so because our church we are moving in dollars. Have you noticed of late? I'm I'm talking in dollars. It's prophetic. It's very prophetic. Do your things in dollars. Because we are a dollar church. Yeah, don't be doing every time CDs, CDs. Dollars. Yes. Be doing dollars. Ordain to take your gift. So is it, not, is it wrong to give your prophet an, an honor? Not at all, according to the scripture. And sacrifices. Father's Day. But I mean, it's fine. <laughs> You've honored me. It's okay. Honor your biological fathers. Don't come and honor me again. Whatever gift you have, go and give it to your father. I'm okay. I'm full. Paul said, I'm full. I have no need. What if you have a gift? Don't come and put it in my hand. Pray for me. Send your gift to your fathers. Sacrifice. There's, Brahma, there's, there's coming a time when you must give a certain offering. Oh, Kwana would think free. What's your name? Papa. What's your name? Papa. Won't you mean massa for any be a woman for you? Yeah. You are not, you must give certain offerings. Hey, I've given some wild offerings. Even those days, they were not really big, but they, they moved me. Because one day, my mother bought me a watch, and Charlie, Mono Chiang Gam. My heart was in the watch. And we were doing a prayer meeting, AGCM Assemblies of uh, Campus. Then I heard God, give your watch out. Hey, give your watch out. What an instruction. But you know, I was, when I gave, I remember that the prayer secretary, me, you watch, you made it two aquanes in Morassi. I see you. You were a great evangelist. We are all students who you agree. I see you blowing the trumpet and many people are coming to Christ. That was how I even got to know I'm an evangelist and subsequent prophecies. It was a sacrifice. That day when I got back, my mother said, Min to watch a mouth bill. And then Yamianka. <laughs> she bought this watch for me. So the prophecy changed. <laughs> yes. But you must sacrifice. You must give and give till you see that Charlie, you've given. Uh-huh. And you are not giving to a church, you are giving to the priests. Yes, so you people, you are just operating on offerings. And Charlie, you are blessed, though. You are blessed to be hearing the things I'm showing okay, Because this is the this is this is the agency of prosperity. So you need a teaching priest. One who will teach you and one who will take from you is very biblical. Mando Ego Sukadia. Ego, go, go, go. Kigege, Kigege. Verse 2. Who can have compassion on the ignorant and on them that are out of the way? So, your priest, eh, when you are going out of the way, your priest will bring you in. When there's a deviation, when Satan is trying to take you out, do you get it? Sometimes people don't go out of the way on their own. They go out of the way because the wolf comes and takes them. But the, the, the teaching priest like David will enter the wolf's mouth and bring the lamb out. Am I teaching? Yes. And when you truly start honoring your priest and truly... And the honor is in two dimensions. Alright? Listen to the word. God, because, you see, God took the bride to the, the shepherd to, for the shepherd to feed him with knowledge and understanding. So, you honor your prophet, your pastor, by listening to him. Not just in church. Having his message. Playing the message. Reading his book. Listening to the podcast. That is honor. If somebody sits in your car, one time, you see, God is not a liar. One time, man. I was soaking Bishop Poti. Heavy, heavy. I was coming from Turning Point. Then I met one of his pastors. In the traffic, 
I said, oh, pastor, where are you going? Then when he came to sit in the car, he heard his pastor preach. He said, hey, man of God. I said, ah, I'm so careful. I began to tell him the messages his father has preached, and he was shocked. Yes. I say I'm honoring the man. It's not just I just call him. No, I'm following the man. I'm listening to the man. We went to we came for the Friday night, the program. And when we left, who and who I was with Alfred. And I said, Alfred, you see, my name has not been mentioned there, but I'm honoring this man. I drove to Ashanti Mampong. Six hours. Only this man's voice was in the car. I drove back from Ashanti Mampong to Kumasi. Another two hours, only this man's voice. The whole time I was in Kumasi, only this man's voice. When we are coming back, when we are going to the outreach, this man's voice. When we are coming back, this man's voice. So just going to sit down, it's nothing. The real thing is I'm listening to the man. Yes, I'm listening to him. So listen to the man and give the man an offering. He's ordained to take it. He's authorized by God. Hallelujah. And finally, you need the word. Put the basket down. Three things you need. The true God. What? The teaching priest and the word. He said you need the law. They were without the law. Proverbs 13, 13 message. Manumana, manumana. You know, David said in Psalm 119, right? Thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not what? Sin against thee. Look at what Proverbs 13, 13 says. He said, Ignore the word and what? And suffer. So, Pastor Kobe, many people suffer in life because they ignore the word of God. I'm telling you. The suffering of many people. I was with Mamadou, you know, I, I said, I told Mamadou, I said, what, where we are today, huh? Jifa, I told my wife, I said, where we are today is because of our obedience to the word of God. The peace we enjoy, everything we have as a family. And what if we obey the word now, we are guaranteed of peace 20 years. But if we break the word now, when there's a problem, we, we don't, we don't, we take the Bible. I said, this scripture, the Bible is the rule. The marriage, the Bible is the rule. So if you have a child, I say, this is the scripture. The Bible says the man should do this. The woman should do this. So case closed. And if you break the word, you will suffer. No, 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 no. I was so privileged yesterday. I was, I was Papa Bempa, and he was teaching about the secret place. And he said the secret place is the place of obedience. The secret place is not a place where Obed Daniel says the shadow bina and says Idribias now kabaya. The secret place is the place where God said, Do this. And you said, Yes, I'll do it. You've entered the secret place. And he also said, When you enter the secret place, you've entered an open door. It's not about prayer fasting. He said, Obedience is better than sacrifice. Some of us, we the place of sacrifice, we won't do. Tell me what's we are there no here. Tell me what's obey no nothing now we are there. So any juma, what you have to do by sacrifice, do what you have to do by obedience, do. So if he says, honor the man, honor the woman, honor your pastor, just do it. He says, give, give, sit, sit, go, go, lie, lie. Because if you ignore that word, you will end up trying to sacrifice. So people that they say sit, they don't sit. Do you know what they do? Sit, Pastor Mubarak, sit. If I don't sit, one day, now he said I should sit on this chair. One day I can come and sit on this floor. It won't mean anything. I can put golden chair, sit. I can lie. I can lie like this. It won't mean anything. Because I, all I had to do in the, in the first day was just to obey the simple word. But because I did not obey it, now I'm trying to sacrifice, but it will not mean anything. Yes. So, ignore the word and suffer. Honor God's commandment. And it's there. You, you see that. This is the word. Just say yes. If you, if you say yes, stay in Kumasi. 
Yes, that is why we are here today. When I finish, God says, Stink, Kumase. Pastor Kobe, Stink, Kumase. I don't have auntie, mother, father, nobody in Kumase. Yes, I will stay. I didn't say come and go. He said stay. Ignore the word. And what? Suffer. Honor God's commandment. And go rich. Obey the word. And have peace. If you ignore the word, you will suffer. You will not have peace. Your life will become miserable and before you realize, other things will begin to come in. Yes, simple instruction. Save me. Yes, I will save you. Oh, you have to we 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 what could you do? My bank account. Oh, she said that me person me sum nyamio and so sum nyamio na pompa boa na pompa boa na pompa boa. Ofe unti ni sumi time and obedient. If you say when you say do it today and you do it tomorrow, it's it's disobedience. Yeah. Disobedience, straight up. Yeah. Yeah. So, Charlie, these are the three things of Christ's love. Namel. God. The teaching priests and the word hold them in high esteem. And the word is in two the Logos and the Rhema. But the rhema is very important. Because the rhema is God's word for you. You know, when we were coming on Friday, I was teaching them about rhema. And when we came, Bishop Ajinasai was preaching it. I said, that is what makes the difference between men of God. What God told me to do, if I do it, I'll become a star. I'm not copying another man of God. I'm not doing outreach because another man of God is doing outreach. I'm not doing evangelism because I'm doing it because God spoke to me and said, do it. Now, if I keep doing it, that is my prosperity. The rhema. What did God say to you? Some of you, God showed you, me, in your dream. That is your bingo. Follow who you saw in your dream. I did not show myself to you in my dream. God showed you. God spoke to your heart. Said, this man, honor him. Bingo. Go ahead. That is your prosperity. That is your victory. That is your what? Victory. Put your hand on your chest. God, the priest, and the Lord. Oh, my Thank you for listening to this podcast. Visit www.christaboundinglove.com and our social media handles at the Christ Abounding Love Church for more audio messages and details on all upcoming conferences. God bless you.